Welcome everybody to SurviveAndProtectOnline.com. This is the website where you can take online video courses and you can also learn personal protection, urban survival, and everything in between. Starting in January 2021, Survive and Protect will begin its Survive and Protect Academy. To become a student of the Survive and Protect Academy, all you need to do is go to SurviveAndProtectOnline.com, click on the Attend S&P Academy button, and scroll down the page till you see a set of instructions that will show you how to become a student of the Survive and Protect Academy. In the Survive and Protect Academy, you will get exclusive content that will not be on any of Survive and Protect's social media platforms. So be sure to join us today by going to SurviveAndProtectOnline.com and come down to the bottom of the page, enter your email address, and click the subscribe button. So before we go, always remember to be aware, wash the hands, and have a plan. We'll see you soon. You're rocking with the best. Thoughts of the week. Let's go. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Thoughts of the Week podcast. And today we have another question here in our personal protection slash self-defense Q&A series. And I hope these questions have been a benefit to you guys and um, help you guys out in in regards to self-defense and protecting yourself. And so with that being said, the question I'm going to respond to on this episode is this. What is the best self-defense technique to learn and use for a 50-year-old person? Alright? What is the best self-defense technique to learn and use for a 50-year-old person? Alright, so I'm going to answer that question. And uh, you guys kick back and um, see what I say about that particular question, alright? And, um... I get back with you guys on the other side here in a little bit, all right? So let's go. So, what is the best self-defense technique? I'm going to be specific to what they're asking as best as I can. What is the best self-defense technique to learn and use for a 50-year-old person? All right. Well, um, I'm going to take some assumptions into play here. I'm taking it that this person who's asking this question is 50 or above. And then the other part of this thing is saying the best, see, the best self-defense technique. So that would suggest to me when I hear that word, the best self-defense technique to learn and use, you it's seeming like you're limiting yourself to just one thing to do. 
one action to do and use for a 50 year old person so if you're like 50 or above um first of all the fifth people who are 50 years old or people who are going to become 50 pretty soon you are probably in better health and shape than maybe your parents generation and your grandparents and back and back because things get better because of technology and the way things uh, new advances on things so you're going to be probably more healthier than your parents and your parents parents and your parents 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 that's one thing but that's kind of a side note but now back to the question what is the best self-defense technique to learn and use well I wouldn't suggest number one that you learn a technique and secondly I would um, suggest that you get out the mindset of even wanting to know a technique like one thing you can do because when it comes to protecting yourself here are the factors you don't know how a person is going to attack you you don't know from what angle they're going to do it in you don't know if they have any knowledge you don't know if they have some knowledge you don't know if they have if they're trained or untrained so you don't know these things and so you can't prepare for an attack by a certain technique all right what I suggest is you consider principles because principles always remain principles stand no matter how old you get no matter what the skill level anybody is certain principles will always um, be in play and they never um, they never diminish so what do I mean by that for instance, um, a principle you can look at is controlling distance. All right, that's a principle. It's not a technique. Now, how you would do it, how you would control the distance, that would be more or less uh, for you to under to to learn and understand how to control the distance. But it's um, to real to get real basic and to get real simple, and then you can kind of build from that. There's only like so much ways a person can close a distance on you whether before a fight happens and an argument might ensue first a person can simply walk up to you that's how they can bring you know you might have been at a distance from them they can just simply close the distance by walking up to you all right another way is you you can um the distance can be closed by you walking up to them so you can close the distance that way. Another way um, a person can get close to you is if you're not paying attention and somebody's hiding somewhere and they're waiting for you to get close enough so when they jump out, they close the distance on you. So those are just three main, um, I wouldn't say the only ways per se, because then you got the aspect of if you have to protect yourself. And in this, and in this sense, you look at, I'm looking at the question where you're saying what is the best self-defense so I'm gonna look at it in the sense of what I just explained to you but then in the sense of if you having you have to fight then so like I said don't worry about techniques because your mind doesn't work like that when you come you actually fight your mind is not gonna search for okay what this technique is this or this technique for that there's something else which is probably for another question another day where that might be in play but that's not going to be for this question here. So what I suggest more is that you consider principles. All right. The principles of 
like I said, learning how to close the distance, the principles of when you're in a real fight situation, the truth be told, you need to end the fight as quick as possible. I mean, there's several reasons because the longer one is the longer you continue fighting somebody, the worse it can it can possibly not saying it will, but it can get it can possibly get worse for you because if you're not in the best of shape, you can probably get tired and the other person might have a level of endurance that they'll last a little bit longer fighting longer. So that's one reason. Of course, the age if you're fighting somebody younger than you, which is not always the truth, but it has, it can happen. You know, somebody younger might have a little bit more endurance than you. Um, speed doesn't matter. Um, you just try to be as fast as you can. But speed has a, um, I won't say 100% doesn't matter, but in a fight, speed has some benefits, but there's also some other things involved as well. And so, like I said, again, um, learning how to close the distance, understanding that you got to end fights fast as, as you possibly can. Um, also being having like a more of a destruction mindset as opposed to just wanting to hurt somebody because you don't know how serious the person is is wanting to hurt you. So on, on top of ending things quickly, you got to learn how to know what to attack, how to attack to make the person stop or to stop the fight as fast as you possibly can. So there is no best defense, self-defense move or technique to learn. It's better that you learn principles and then you understand how a body works. Understand what parts of the body is easier to manipulate. All right. And pretty much what you can manipulate is the parts that are easily movable. Okay. The neck, like the head neck area, the head neck combination, you can you can turn people's head. It's real even if even on a big heavy person, you can you can kind of manipulate their head and neck area. You can manipulate their um their arms, their elbows, shoulders, um, their hips to a degree, their knees, their ankles, their feet, their legs, places where things bend, their wrists, their fingers. Like their torso body is hard to deal with their center, their chest and stomach. You can't turn and twist that. Although you can you can twist the skin, but you gotta be real good in knowing where to twist that and, and pinch and bend and all that stuff. So the areas of the body where you can actually maneuver, it's easier. You can maneuver their elbows, you can maneuver their hands and wrists and fingers, you can do the toes as well, which not many people will attack toes unless they're barefooted and you are, you know, you're kind of on the ground or even standing up. You can, somebody throws a kick and you catch it or something like that. And if they don't have any shoes on, you can deal with the toe because they, then you can bend toes. That's real. It's real easy to do that. It's real easy to turn people's heads and move it in a sense of, um, when I say real easy in regards to the head and neck. You can't move a big person or a little person. Then you can twist them and twist their head. Although they'll be moving around to try to get out of what you're doing. Now that part of it, them moving around, you got to deal with their sporadic movement. But once you grab it and you can get a hold of it long enough, you can manipulate the neck. You can't twist the person's head and stuff like that. So I would suggest you focus more on how a person's body works. Um... Maybe you can get with somebody and just lightly 
practice, and you can practice on yourself. You can just, like I'm doing now with my fingers, those are things, even on a big person, you can um, manipulate a, a 300 pound, 400 pound, 250, 280 pound person's fingers if you get a hold of their arms long enough to do it. You can grab fingers and manipulate it. You can grab their wrists. But what you're going to have to deal with is a lot of movement. So I wouldn't suggest you go for stuff like that unless you're pretty good at it because when a person is still fresh, as far as their energy levels, it's going to be hard to do a lot of that grabbing unless you know what you're doing. But once you start breaking them down physically and they're starting to get worn out, then it's going to be easier for you to grab body parts and manipulate them, break them, twist them or whatever. All right. So don't focus on the best self-defense technique. Focus on learning body mechanics, how a person moves, um, what you can do with certain parts of their body, how you can move certain parts of the body easier than other parts, all right? Um, and again, like I said in other uh, questions, have a mindset of uh, what I say, what I call what I call a holistic mindset when it comes to fighting. Be able to deal with situations in any position that you're in. Even if you got to sit down and just uh, visualize an attack in a chair, how can you maneuver and fight while you're sitting in an actual chair and somebody's punching you or they're grabbing you and you're up in the chair? Some people might tackle and you might be laid over. How how you learn how to deal with that actually fighting in a chair? Because there are some limitations. You couldn't do too much punching and kicking. You got to do more close, um, close quarter strikes and things of that sort, right? And so that's the mindset I, was, I suggest you have, okay? So... And that's my response to the question, what is the best self-defense technique to learn and use for a 50-year-old, all right? All right, ladies and gentlemen, so what do you guys think? What do you guys think? How did I do with this uh, question here in regards to our 50-year-olds, all right, 50 and above, all right? What do you guys think about that? my response to that question? The question, again, was... What is the best self-defense technique to learn and use for a 50-year-old person? All right. Let us know what you think in the social in the if you're watching this or really you're listening because it's not me on video, but it is a video and um, of the podcast. If you guys are checking it out on any of the social media platforms, um, leave a response to what you think about my response. And if you guys are just listening to this show, this episode on any of the uh, podcast platforms, whether it's Spotify, Radio Public, Anchor, um, Breaker, Overcast. Um, there's, there's, quite, there's a bunch of them that I'm on now, and um, I'm very thankful for that. Thankful, um, thank you guys listening, taking your time out to listen to me on the uh, podcast platform. So if you guys have a response, you can always email me. At thoughts of the week podcast at gmail.com. That's thoughts of the week podcast at gmail.com. All right. So I'm going to get out of here. But before I get out of here, I want to leave you guys with this. Be aware, wash the hands, and have a plan. All right. I'm out. Peace. <laughs>